0: Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the 17th episode of our OneGenison podcast. This time, hosted by Federico De Luca, Genison Regional Development Manager, based in Spain. Enjoy listening. Buongiorno, everyone. Today, I would like to tell you a little more about the work that I'm doing for the pisa for schools project here at Genison. As title suggests, there is a strong focus on the business development of the pisa for schools uh, operations in the EMEA region, but there's also a good share of work that goes beyond that. To start with, I have to mention sure the National Service Provider work that we are undertaking in the UK and in Ireland. This trend of work basically consists of launching the pisa for school operation in these two countries, where we have almost 8,000 schools to possibly interact with. This means uh, raising awareness about the pisa for school project while at the same time building operational capacity and increasing brand awareness. Because let's not forget it, Genizen is a brand new name in these countries and we need to position ourselves as providers of an excellent experience to schools. Then we have the work as international platform providers, which is what we undertake to support countries across the whole EMEA region to deliver a top-notch experience to their students and schools. Here we're talking about countries who are already participating in the Pisa4Schools project but where we have different national service providers in each of these countries. So we build partnerships with these organizations, we help them fully understand the potential of our platform and make sure that they know how to use it and deliver the best possible experience to the schools that participate in the project in these countries. Then there is the project development work. Here it's really about those insights uh, that can help improve the experience that uh, customers will take away from the project. It can imply developing new dashboards for them to be able to better read the data that we generate, to to conceptualize and then develop new reports that may add value to what schools are looking after when participating in our project. Or monitoring tools for customers, which include their capacity to track operations and make sure that everything is going according to plans as it's going, before it's too late and going back would require a much higher investment of resources on their side. Finally, there's also a good deal of soft work which basically, it's basically basically consists of using my past PISA for School experience um, to make sure that there is full alignment and mutual understanding between the OECD team, the Jensen PISA for School team, which is made out of the international platform provider delivery team and the national service providers teams, and then the other national service providers themselves. So to really make sure that the messages are not misunderstood or that there is no prior knowledge, which is given for granted on some uh, sentences or conversations. And so make sure that there are no misunderstandings. Then if you'd like to learn a little bit more about myself, I have a quantitative background. I'm a statistician from my first day at university, back when statistics and data didn't really Even remotely have the hype and consideration that they have today. Uh, More specifically, I really specialized about knowledge management, mostly in healthcare, and I was even part of the evaluation team of a national healthcare campaign in Italy, but not really in education. I then transitioned to education because actually that's where most knowledge management data analysis takes place. So after. Um, my studies. I've been working for four years as a research assistant in different universities in the US, in Italy and the UK. Then I've been working for two years in a market research startup in the UK and finally seven years at the U.S.D. I uh, spent three years at the International Energy Agency, one year at the agriculture and, agriculture and Trade Directorate and then two years working on creativity and critical thinking and one almost two years working on Pizza for Schools. So yes. I've sat two years in Pizza for Schools. But actually I wanted to join this project from much earlier. I've tried to get into that from almost four years before I managed. And the reason why I really was attracted to this project is that it's a project where we do everything in-house from sampling to mother calibrations, from building and computing replicate weights to plausible values then all the reporting the data analysis it's all done in-house there is no other team in the OECD that has such a complete ownership of their work and I found this uh, almost shocking that this was not the case because I remember distinctly when I was uh, working creativity and critical thinking I went to our PISA colleagues and I was asking about so how do you actually estimate these values what's the model that you actually adapt run on your data and they didn't know I mean there was an external contractor taking care of all of these from the estimation to the writing of the technical report so there's I saw a big risk in that and I did want to learn those things so PISA for school was an obvious choice then And then I moved to Jenison. So I met Wayne in Paris, in person, a few weeks before the pandemic started. And then I started working from distance with Frank, then James, Adrian, and then Sarah. And actually, it's when Sarah finally joined the project that the Pizza for Schools business at Jenison, I believe from my outside point of view, really reached its full maturity. And it shifted from mostly working as a responsive um, unit providing international platform provider work to a proactive unit also envisaging national service provider work which is of course it's a big shift in mentality and it's a big challenge but i'm 100 sure that jenison is up and equipped to win this challenge so Just as I was working from distance with the Genizo staff while at the OECD, I'm now working remotely with them at Genizo. And as some of you may know, I am based between Italy and Spain. Yes, between because my wife, who's Spanish, and I relentlessly negotiate about the country where we will actually end up in after France. And of course, there are professional and personal challenges that come with a remote-based position. But there are also advantages that should not be overlooked. Of course, a very obvious one is this very different uh, time zone that I'm in. Uh, Right now we are only 8 hours away, but when it's winter here, those become 10. And of course this can be very tough for internal relationships, but it can also be a key advantage for business development as it allows me, for example, to build new relationships with prospective clients all day long without really eating away personal time, which would uh, otherwise happen if I was based in Australia. And furthermore, I can also offer a more continuous experience to our existing customers, as by being based in Europe, we almost cover the full 24-hour cycle. So in case anything arises, for some of our customers, we can respond immediately and thus provide a better service to them. Then of course, you know, there's are, there are issues when you are onboarding a new team or a new company from the distance. Uh, I really wanted to be part of a team and I think this is the only environment where you can grow as a person and as a professional. But of course, while being part of the Business for School team, I'm never with them. I've been working with them for more than a year with some, in some cases and I've never even met them in person. This is something which can be distracting at first and a little upsetting, but it's something that you can work out with time. And, that's, and it goes the same for my new colleagues, for all of you. Uh, it's, it's harder to connect. Uh, there are no coffee breaks or it's hard to join the wonderful One events that Sane and the whole people team organize, but uh, I'm trying to shamelessly exploit that sense of uh, exoticism that is shed upon a figure of a colleague who's working from across the globe. You know, just shamelessly. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Genesis podcast, and I really hope I didn't turn it into a narcissistic 10 minutes of rumbling. Do not hesitate to reach out if you'd like to connect and ciao!